Hello, everybody, and welcome to MPC Incorporated. Yay! <laughs> we're back. Uh, we're never remembering left. how to clap in. We're shaking off the dust. Welcome back to our adventure in progress. My name is Hobart, and I am the district manager for uh, this actual play, 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons podcast, where we've taken our favorite aspects of the classic tabletop role-playing game and mapped them over our own mundane realm, following the adventures of four co-workers who work a warehouse job in a fantasy version of Chicago, Illinois, set in the 1980s, 1989 specifically. Uh, we have taken a little bit of a hiatus, as you probably have gathered by looking at your podcast feed, but we are back! <laughs> and uh, we have an exciting uh, exciting episodes to get into, especially since we did leave it on a cliffhanger. Sorry about that. <laughs> yeah. But uh, hopefully you've just been waiting with anticipation to see what the green team gets into next. Um, we thought a good way to kind of ease ourselves back into our narrative would be to have just a little mini-sode, is what we're going to call this, where we talk about the game currently in progress to remind both our players and you, our listeners, where we are in our story. Uh, so uh, I want to go around the table and just introduce everybody again. So everyone, if you can just say your name and the character you play on our show, and we'll go from there. Okay, I'll start. I'm yeah. Sadie Lancrete, and I play Demetra Kubrick, and that's that. Hell yeah. Mm, cool. Well, it's been a while since we've had a bit, and I'm not going to be that person. I'm never that person. It's me, Brandon Kirkman. I play Uncle Meat. I pronounce he, him. Uncle Meat, he, him. And you know what? We're going to have a good time. That's Fuck yeah. Cool beans. <laughs> My name's Liz Getty. I play Quinn Larkin. Uh, they, them, all around the board. And uh, sometimes that's what happens. I quit as a little tiny paladin and also a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'll bring up the rear. Hello, my name is Meadow K. Lilliam. She, her pronouns. I play June Esmond. Ma uh, massively beautiful, fearbulg peace cleric. Uh, just wants to play softball with her friends and nothing else. Nothing else. No That's nefariousness. No ideas. Well, let's talk a little <laughs> bit about ideas and nefariousisms. Uh, uh, so our adventures, you know, we, we we've been following the narrative of four coworkers here in a fantasy where a, a, a job, a warehouse job at a company called NPC Incorporated. The titular NPC Incorporated in the title of the show. That's uh, the show. That's wow, the show. That's you the said show. the show name. Uh, drink every time we say the show name. Uh, so uh, our heroes uh, met at on on their job uh, and have formed what is known around the office as the Green Team, one of the shipping and receiving people. Uh, they are in charge of his shipping within the office of the NPC Incorporated, uh, getting package um, orders and going into the warehouse to find things to send out to the people who've ordered them. Uh, it's sort of, yeah, just like a standard shipping job for this company that sells question mark <laughs> uh, they they're kind so of the much. logistics the logistics uh, 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 arm for a larger company known as the King Corporation uh, that operates out of the largest building in Chicago King Tower uh, so uh, your heroes uh, have met a lot of interesting co-workers along your way some people who work outside the office at different jobs that your paths had intersected as you go about your days and 
with some nefarious villains that you remain unsure of how to defeat. So I thought I'd just kind of give a cursory overview of what the story was in progress, and then we'll dive into some specifics with you, our players, and uh, your and our characters. Um, so I think the probably the first people you met as you started your job were the higher ups at the the sort of um, uh, the the corporate side of your shipping receiving job, uh, which are namely your boss, a man named Peter Lowe. Ew. Uh, yeah. And yeah, HR is not popular with most of the party, but not all of the party. I don't uh, know. Could be a guy. A mysterious <laughs> HR representative named Sean Burns, a very intense uh, file clerk uh, named uh, Mama Deborah Storybrooke, uh, and then Tina Tontrin, a young uh, office, aspiring office manager who seems to have seized the title for herself, but otherwise runs the front desk in your office. Uh, and then a host of other higher, not higher ups, but managers. Uh, you have uh, Bill Bone Tusk, the warehouse manager who loves safety. You have uh, Ben Gully, who is the uh, shipping side manager. And then in the far back, the, oh, in charge of the shipping, the, sorry, the uh, receiving side of things, the the uh, uh, people who stock the shelves in the warehouse after you have removed items, a man named Jasper, uh, who remains elusive. Uh, so sometimes you might see him out back behind the warehouse. Uh, there is turmoil in your office. Uh, it seems as though from your interactions that Peter Lowe likes to stoke division amongst the workers in the uh, NPC Incorporated uh, in order to... Um, I guess feed off the anguish of the working class. Um, uh, some people uh, are uh, kind of uh, fine with keeping their heads down and going along. And some people try to resist uh, his dark machinations. Uh, and it seems as though the back end of the warehouse, uh, the, the receiving side is very much uh, kind of under the thumb of a middle manager who has taken up power under the behest of Peter Lowe, a woman named Marta. Uh, and who rules over the the sort of um, uh, the the spider folk, <laughs> <laughs> the cave dwelling side of the office uh, with an iron fist, and uh, uh, has ways of uh, scaring the employees into uh, capitulation. In the front, you have a host of team leaders: uh, uh, Demetra filling in the role for a green team, uh, uh, not really her choice, sort of pushed upon her by uh, some of the others, including Fang the leader of the orange team, the young rowdy punk band. Uh, uh, then there is the blue team led by Derzik, Gloom Hewer, uh, a very workman-like group that seems to be more competitive than they let on. Uh, the uh, uh, red team, uh, which is a group of middle-aged women who call themselves the Huntresses under a woman named Megan Rawl. And then finally, the yellow team, uh, which is was led by a guy named John who was uh, usurped with the help of Demetra uh, by Alan Bloodskull, Oops. a young uh, upstart, <laughs> uh, very charismatic and handsome guy who seems like he is going to climb that corporate ladder. Uh, then, uh, outside of the office, you've met a bunch of other people, including the employees of 
Big Star Hot Dogs, uh, not Big Star, Blue Star Hot Dogs. Uh, then uh, the, the staff over at The Lair, a popular bar for you uh, to go visit after for drinks. Uh, the band, The Crushed Skulls, which include all the team of the Orange the orange Team members uh, that Matt has started to represent and kind of his return to the music business. Uh, and um, a, a guy named, oh, the, 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 uh, Buck, the Tucktown Bunnies, uh, the, which is June's softball team. Uh, and uh, Bernard Holder, a mysterious uh, executive, a corporate bigwig who represents a group called H&H Business Solutions that seems to have its hands and fingers in pretty much every place you have looked so far. Uh, his machinations seem to run deep, and his single blue eye is trained upon you, the green team. Um... You've gone on lots of fun adventures, be they in the office or outside the office, helping the Crush Skulls along with their career, getting drunk, playing softball, riding your roller skates around town, uh, and trying to just make it through the day and decide what's your place in the larger puzzle that is how this company is functioning is where it's going to be, what your role is in making this place better or surviving how bad it is until something better comes along uh as part of that you were rewarded with uh, a trip after a very successful lunchtime masquerade held in honor of peter lowe at his own request uh you were invited <laughs> to attend the elder brain symposium a h&h business solutions a retreat that promised a uh, great uh, teamwork building uh upon arriving there you were uh, you dodged you kind of uh, figured out that it was all just some sort of grand trick and managed to escape into the uh, apparently waiting arms of bernard holder who informed you that the entire thing was a way to get unruly workers in line basically to reformat you to become tools for H H business solutions uh, you have gone deep into the elder brain symposium hoping to rescue Demetra's brother a king's corporation employee by the name of daniel kubrick and along the way learned a little more about each other's backgrounds your darker secrets your regrets everything that you told bernard in order to get him on your side uh, once you got in there and tried to rescue Daniel, you were cast to the wind by fate. And some of you are now captured. Some of you are wandering around. Some of you are doing puzzles. And in this episode, that's all going to come together. Uh, but exactly uh, that's our story. Everyone is. <laughs> And That's you the... do. You because of a very successful role, you do know exactly where everyone which is. Very is. good. Uh, which is very useful. <laughs> One of us knows something. That's good. <laughs> One of us knows something. That's the green team motto. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I'm just gonna put this out there, but knowing the exact location of like let's say, I don't know, Demetra might be kind of important for some reason. Sure, yeah, yeah, sure. It just might be. Uh so you're all level six characters, uh uh monks, paladins, warlocks. Uh, paladin warlocks and clerics uh, and uh, yeah um, I guess now I just kind of open the floor to you our adventurers I just want to like hear where you're all at in your story where you think you want your character to go next I mean this is uh, returning to a story but this is a moment that I will say is kind of a turning point for you as heroes 
you have uh, gotten, as, uh, as all great adventurers do, the uh, um, attention of a larger threat. Uh, you've uncovered a secret conspiracy. You've gained the trust of people that you might feel compelled to protect, both within the office and outside of it. Uh, some of you have started to stretch your legs and other aspirations, be they sports or music. Uh, some of you are looking to find out what it all means. Some of you are looking to find out how to impress or make your family proud. Uh, but where are you all at as adventurers, as players in this game? This isn't necessarily even a turn-based thing. This could be a dialogue. Sure. <laughs> dialogue. I just want to sit back for a second because I just talked for like 10 minutes. <laughs> you just talked. Yeah, that was a really great. Man sip some water. water. Yeah, yeah, honestly. Wow. I, I feel I'm like I'm going to crack this now. beer now. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I feel like I'm yeah, man. Like, oh, we got into the complex. Then we got to get out. <laughs> no, I These feel are like all I true could, things. I could get into it. I feel like I could do it. Um, Uncle Meat's going through a bit of a moment here where getting more involved with the Crushed Skulls has really reawakened his passion of being involved in the music scene, but he has uh, the loyalties and the dedication to his family of providing and having stability, so that's kind of hard to deal with, but also, like, just revealed a pretty be- a big one with him. He uh, he lied about own money, so he's got a lot to pay back That's uh, that might be coming up in, his, in some future games, who knows? Um but, you know, he's just kind of sitting back and seeing what's going on right now because he, mm-hmm. I think, one of the few people not in the worst situation possible. Um, there, there's a few of us that are in that right now. <laughs> yeah, so to, for, for that point of order, yeah, you've revealed that Matt uh, took a loan without telling his wife uh, from a friend slash um, rival, I guess is what I you mean, call it, it's him. a classic friend of me. We can't deny a, that. A man named Ray May, who was a bouncer with you at your former job at the Metropolis, a, a venue in Chicago. Fantasy yeah. Chicago. I'd, I'd say at this point it's very much... It has a, less syllables than real Chicago. Yeah, it's like a, it's very much along the lines of a Goku and Vegeta relationship. I was going to say, he's your Sasuke. That's a, a good one, too. Uh, you know, I could go with that as well. Um... No, if we're going. I mean, I, I am going with like karate tropes for yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the bouncer clan that you're yeah. from. So yeah, no, very much. Whatever Naruto reference you want to make, go yeah. for it. <laughs> it's uh, it's not the worst situation to be in, but I think with some things that have happened in the past, like uh, issues with uh, babysitting and last second changes with his wife, kind of leaving her high and dry to watch the kid, uh, it could accumulate into something worse if it was mm-hmm. all to come out. So mm-hmm. especially Bad dad after dead. Yeah, and then also finding out recently that uh, Bernard Holder has quite a vested interest in us, so he just, uh, I'd say, drilled some big-time secrets out of all of us in the group, so. Yeah. Yeah. It's and, interesting. I, yeah, I feel like we're, we're in this place where we, you know, we already were like, oh, our boss sucks, we don't like Mr. Lowe. Most of us <laughs> agreed on that. <laughs> uh, and agreed that he was a problem okay. in, in some way. Maybe, maybe he just needs an attitude readjustment. Or a friend. Uh, or or we, uh, that it we, we, really, we really gave that a shot, though. And yeah, I guess what we got. We got uh, tricked into the situation we are currently finding ourselves where we're I mean, flailing about trying to escape from the big brain trap. Um, mm-hmm. But it's interesting because, you know, assuming we make it out alive, we got to go to work tomorrow. Yeah. And that's... I feel like that's where the turning point is, is, all right, I thought that my job was stupid before, but now I realize they were trying to 
completely brainwash and punish us, how are we going to greet that morning when it comes? Um, I think that that's a universal thing, maybe. You uh, nod in agreement. I mean, June's if you agree. a good. It's June's good definitely it. there with it. Like, yeah. And on top of that, uh, Bernard took particular uh, umbrage. Umbrage is a great word with June's secret because they were all pressed to give one secret, and June revealed that she was trying to, on her own, salt NPC Incorporated, which. He did not take too kindly to, because everyone else at least told a personal secret, but June revealed some of her hand, and he couldn't have that. So you're fucked. Baby. Yeah, no, but... And the, and the thing was, is that, she, is that he revealed this all when he was just, like, literally hunched over right behind her. So like, scary. whispering in her ear for the fucking card game. And she's like, oh, oh no... We're all in a bigger trap. <laughs> we got traps and traps here. Uh, traps and traps. Our ally was also a trap. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Sounds like a pickle. Like, <laughs> How are we like going to get out of this? Pickle. Yeah. It's a pickle. I'll tell you what, I'm feeling salty about it. I hope you managed to make it out in Brian. Uh, 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 see, I was going to go with, I hope Brian. we get out of this. Elder Brian, thank you. There we go. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is a Brian based uh, yeah. Uh, enemy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we can try to keep things kosher as best we, we can. Nice. Oh, nice. nice. <laughs> uh, hey, I'm, I'm used to this. It's my bread and butter. Like. Ah! <laughs> I need Oh, my down. gosh. Uh, Gert, can we move on? Oh, yeah, <laughs> Amazing. Uh, so, Demetrius pretty much captured, right? You got captured. Yeah, Dimension's yeah. super captured. I'm you super tried captured. A, I you tried an incredible lie that someone was smoking a blunt in the lobby. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was going to work because uh, Dimension's I wanted it to work. never <laughs> been that desperate before, but a lot is riding on her keeping her brother safe because her patron parents are the source of all of her powers and everything, so you really can't fuck that up without repercussions being extremely bad. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you revealed that your secret was that you had been receiving correspondence from the lost one, a third yes. child from the Kubrick family that no one is allowed Kubrick. to speak of. Yeah. Hmm. And that's that's a sneaky secret that I feel like can't we can't even like delve into much because of the situation Demetrius presently. Yeah. Has. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. such immediate danger that, like, there's no... <laughs> There's no thinking about that. Yeah, it's just like get out. Oh. Simple as that. I, I'm just ju I'm juggling siblings in peril <laughs> and then myself in more peril. So I I said I told you all in the chat earlier that uh, I was going to open the floor at the end of this little mini sode mm -hmm. for you to all ask me a question and you all to ask one person a question about their character. Ooh. 
So I hope you all thought about those. I don't know where we want to start. If you want to do me first or let's do character first since we're on characters right now. Yeah. So whoever sure. wants to go first, you don't have to, not, we don't have to do like everyone. I'm just, I'm honestly curious who has the most questions about what characters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so who wants to go first? Go first, Liz. My question is for Matt. Ooh. Ooh. Matt, yes. are you and your wife thinking about having another baby anytime soon? Uh, Is that I would something say, on your to-do list? <laughs> I mean, you know what? I'm going to be honest with you. I feel like in this situation, because it's 1989 and not the crippling reality of living in 2024, they're definitely thinking about it. Because you only need like $10 to raise a kid, I think, currently. So. <laughs> yeah, give or take. That's $1,000 in today's money is the thing. Yeah. <laughs> we're all but getting yeah, paid say, exactly I mean, if we're, if we're gonna be if we're going to be honest here, we can be a little bit open I feel like Matt does reflect me a lot as both a, a character and then a dad, and I'm expecting a second baby in April. So, what if we just like teleport a baby, and once that baby comes out into the game, yeah, another baby. We just hadn't revealed that uh, uh, Maria was pregnant in the game, but it, she was the whole time in the background. <laughs> once again, it'd be it'd be very anime of like, oh yeah, there's just another baby here. You know, actually, just... that would be extremely funny because that would imply because our game has been going on, I think canonically for like three weeks yeah. that She's you uh, your wife pregnant. was about to give birth and you just never brought it up. Yeah. And she she came out to the bar with you. Yeah. 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 You were like, well, hey yeah, babe, I know you're like you you're stuff. this close. But can you're you basically come see done this? Basically done yeah. making the baby. It's okay to drink now because yeah, the yeah, brain's yeah. Oh, yeah, at this point. The baby needs do? the reverberations of a punk concert in order to <laughs> really like, finish. It's like an Ernest Hemingway short novel, you know, short story. It's fine. Yeah, you can have a little, <laughs> you can have a little Sambuca. Medical. For sale, baby's concert tickets never used. Yeah. <laughs> Got a comp. <laughs> I think um, this, is, this is a real callback to all of you, you NPC heads out there. If you've been listening for a very long time, in the last campaign, I think it took almost three years to get through a week, if I'm correct. Well, you know, I get, no, not that bad. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's not a bad thing because we were having relative. fun. Listen. You know, we, we play a game one hour at a time that should be played for four hours at a time. Yeah. <laughs> Lord of the Rings took place in one blissfully slow afternoon. So oh, yeah, that's true. That's yeah. not true. It's, no, it's, no, no, it's no. Actually, I remember it was. Yeah, yeah. The, the proper way you're supposed to watch all the movies at three times speed with the Benny Hill theme playing in the background. Yeah. <laughs> and that's how it happened in real time. It makes yeah. the yeah, <laughs> seem really funny. They yeah, sing it's, the song it's in of Benny Hill. <laughs> Benny Hill, Bombadil. <gasps> we're, we're about to break this thing wide open. Yeah. All I gotta right. head to the Reddit Welcome to Ringcast. We trapped you. It's our now. secret new podcast. And you know what? I feel like this is going to be the perfect little jumping point for me mm-hmm. to ask a question uh, to oh, June. Nice. Yeah, June. Who's who's like your who's going to be like your main like? I almost I feel like I'm once again we're going to animate terms. Yeah. This is One Piece. You have your crew. You're getting your whole pirates together. Yeah. Who, Who's June's gonna be like? Who's gonna be her like right hand people for this whole unionization of like? Who's gonna be the protectors to make this all happen and work outside of us? Because I feel like it can't just be our party that's gonna make. No, it No, absolutely. I think no. The... Unions are typically four people. Yeah, yeah they're all. It goes really well. People. Famously, yeah. The company's like, oh well, four said that we're gonna do it. Here's more money. <laughs> and they're in charge as workers. The the point of a union is to consolidate a small group that decides decisions for everyone. 
Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> That's Very what you said. Where have I seen that before? Uh, hmm. No, uh, I think June's. <laughs> I, I think the question you're asking is who's June's like Zolo? Who are you guys? Who's her? Who's her? Uh, straw Hat Crew. I think that aside from aside from the green team, I think that she's honestly looking at the activity that's been happening with. Of all people, the lunch eater, oh, who is like, yeah. who yes. is organizing a resistance back there, and we had our own like little lift lift contest, and that sort of great lift. Ah, uh, I see your value through strength as well, and sort I mean, of what's more powerful than like a cult working for you too? I mean, that's, that's the, okay. <laughs> so here's the thing: not only are they already organized, uh, but they already have a. Uh, they are already bent against one hierarchical figure, which is Marta. And Marta might be the pin. You know, we take down Marta, things start to crumble. Yeah, that's very true. And I like that idea. I like that. I think that's an in, and I think that June, especially after seeing Peter when they went into the warehouse and he almost, like, sacrificed himself and then got brave and strong... Oh, or rather, so braver strong, and stronger, brave. because yeah. he was always brave and strong. <laughs> and beautiful. <laughs> but now he's especially. <laughs> now he's especially brave and strong, working with the lunch eater, of all people. Uh, I, I actually want to I wanna open up a question to the group. I'm going to occasionally do an interjection. Yeah. Because I can. Yeah. Uh, and that is, I want everyone to go around the, ta- the table and say uh, one uh, NPC that they trust and one that they don't trust, uh, specifically within uh, within uh, NPC Incorporated. I don't care if you don't trust Stephen Varrock, the hot dog magnate. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nobody trusts him. He could yeah, be I think nice. it's pretty. I, I think it's pretty cool. I mean, he's, if his hair was pushed I, up, maybe, but it is slicked back. It's so slicked yeah. back. <laughs> White hey, suit. That's how I like it. Okay. <laughs> okay, I trust. Uh, I have to think of who Demetra would trust rather than Sadie being like, I yeah, trust yeah. Bill Bone Tusk because I care about safety too. That's true. <laughs> really? Is, Do you? You yeah. you did cause yes, one, of the, <laughs> one of I the I am most... like one of the most OSHA girlies that you've ever met. I'm wearing my hard hat. I'm looking both ways before I cross the street. <laughs> I, you're right. On the paper, everything looks very safe with Demetra. And she definitely didn't pull out a vital screw. Of course not. No. Oh yeah. No, Oof. No. Um, all my the staplings aside, I would say. Um, I mean, yeah. I think out of the uh, management, though, Bill Bone Tusk seems to be the most understandable, and like it's. I, I don't know. From from what I can glean of him, his reasoning is relatable. Uh, ben Gully, I have decided it's on site. <laughs> I'm going to pick Ooh. him up and throw him <laughs> so far into a chasm uh, the minute I have a chance. Something about him, man. I don't like it. I don't need to justify why. <laughs> but I can elaborate if you'd like. No, no, no. That's what, that's what else. How do you feel about um, Alan? Uh, Alan, uh, mm. we're bros. We are, mm-hmm. we are intrinsically on the same page. Love it. So why why not trust him? He trusts me. Yeah, I feel like uh, this is going to be a wild one because I could jump in with uh, Uncle Meat selections, uh, which Do is it. 
I feel like for the one he trusts, and this is going to be a wild card, uh, is, of all people, Sean Burns. Uh, our very elusive, gin-based uh, HR manager. Um, I don't know if it's well-placed, because if you were outside of the game, you know he's up to some shifty shit and he's really hard to read. Mm-hmm. But just because the first day he shared that cigarette with him, and also they've been smoking buddies a few times, but he gets the impression that he's... I feel like, if we're talking D&D terms, knowing it's a gin, it's like a chaotic force that if you could harness correctly could be a real big linchpin in the whole unionization getting slash getting uh, rid of Mr. Lowe situation. Sure. Which would also go perfectly into who trusts the least. And I'm sorry to take it, because I feel like if somebody else was going to grab it first, other than maybe, we'll say, I don't know, Quinn. Uh, maybe Mr. Lowe is for sure bottom <laughs> of the list. we got to get rid of him as soon as possible, even though he's upper management. So <laughs> What? <laughs> Yeah. I didn't I know mean, that the prompt was who is our main guy and who is our most hated guy. I thought yeah. it was just like one and I one. thought it was just who do we trust? I mean, who do you not, if you don't trust Peter Lowe, you're correct. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> just making sure. So I think you're right. I'll even as DM <laughs> confirm so that suspicion. He is the bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> I figured out the mystery. As wow. you all know, we're very good at puzzles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Killing Famously. it as always with puzzles. Yeah. Right to have an ass. Um, <laughs> you are allowed to have an ass. Uh, I think that June, I think of all people, I think she trusts, in NPC Incorporated, I think she trusts, uh, oh gosh. You know, I think she trusts, I think she also trusts Sean. I think, seriously, I think that uh, he gave her some good advice in a in a hard time and was very complimentary on her, her first day. Uh, that could be flattery uh, because he said that June had a lovely laugh. But um, I don't know. He just... He seems like I can figure out what he's going to do. As opposed to her least trusted person, which she feels really bad about, but it's very true. She can't trust Quinn right now. NPC. As we're only talking NPCs. <laughs> Take that back. Pick a different one. Yeah. Okay, they were so quick to shut that down. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I was fucking Quinn. ready for it. <laughs> <laughs> If I were we to actually just say just NPC... Shield reaction spell. Yeah, we actually had to pause recording <laughs> yeah. because Liz just slammed their PC and smashing a million pieces just and had like, to give them a new PC. There's so many keys. Yeah. <laughs> but if I were to pick an NPC... Yeah, no, I'm curious. It, <laughs> no, if I were to pick an NPC, I think that... Honestly, it sounds like I'm piggybacking, but really, the weird... Uh, a little too try-hardy pastor vibes, like youth pastor vibes of Ben Gully, just feel... Thank you! Like, mm. it's like the kind of guy who took improv and learned all the wrong lessons for it. Uh, <laughs> it's purely a corporate tool. Yeah, yeah. improv. Yeah. <laughs> I think they also had that the worst manager trait I always hate, where they always act really chipper and like, we're going to do what corporate needs and we're so happy exactly. to do it. But the one day that we're having a bad day... Ooh, that real bad side of him came out. Nobody liked. No. Uh, yeah, I think everyone else, she's kind of wibbling on, but those are her two. Okay. Okay, those are great answers. Uh, Quinn? Liz, I mean? Um, so I'm having 
an interesting issue of I don't know who Quinn doesn't trust. Like trying that to is think. Quinn's nature. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think now, especially after um, the concert and doing all the costumes, I think Trin, Quinn trusts Fang and the gang very yes. much so. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would say your beef with them is thoroughly squashed. They're, yeah. They're incredible. They're, they're uh, uh, remembering that Matt one time threw them out of a bar and ruined a gig for them. Uh, has yeah. been redeemed by the actions at the uh, the genie's bottle. Really cool hats saved the, <laughs> the day. Cool hats really, were great. Cool. Yeah. really cool hats. Really cool hats. did save the day. Yeah. Um, this this does kind of tie into cats. my. I have a. I had a. My character question was for Quinn, and it's related to the trusting. Ah, oh, damn! It's, it's that because you have this trusting nature, and you're so quick to, like, bond and be friends. My question is, because you consider Mr. Lowe a friend. You are, you are trying to be a good friend for him, right? Yeah. And you are also our friend. Yeah. Are we on the same level to you as Mr. Lowe? That's my question. Is like, Ooh, like yeah. because, because it seems like you go really deep in these friendships right away, and it's hard to tell if this is a 50-50 toss-up, who's going who's gonna to win there, or is that something you can't even elaborate on? Well, I mean, like, does a mother choose favorites? It's kind of <laughs> historically. Well, I've what if heard one of your kids <laughs> was evil? Uh, uh, have you have you met Mrs. Kubrick? <laughs> Ooh. Um. Hmm. One hundred? No, not one hundred because Matt is included. But fifty percent of the parents, at least, maybe seventy-five, uh, yeah. have a favorite. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. That's an excellent, excellent um, question. I think it's fun why we're doing a kind of a reintroduction episode to talk about the whole thing with the Crush Goals. If we had a really great show that kind of redeemed Matt, as we mentioned. But one of the key components was that Quinn was put in charge of making their hats and rolled so excellently that the hats were just like a next level experience for people to witness and see. Which was. <laughs> I mean, that's the magic of D&D right there, I feel like. That's the magic of D&D. Um, I think that Mr. Lowe poses a more intense friendship challenge to Quinn. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you're Quinn's friend. We yeah. got that. Um, it feels like Quinn's going in really deep with Mr. Lowe because they feel like they have to in order to achieve that friendship. Whereas, like, Quinn didn't have to jump in, like, and fix your lives immediately. They right. will if once we figure out what the fuck's going on. <laughs> <laughs> Heard, okay. Yeah. Squeaky yeah. wheels Food and all that. Food for thought. Did anyone left with a question? Those yeah, I, I still have to ask a question. Okay. And mine is going to be for Demetra. <laughs> um, and I think the question now is that, like, assuming the best of the best, Demetra gets out of here with Daniel. Mm-hmm. Um, you are very well poised as, like, the leader of the green team and 
and in with the new yellow team lead. And you're you're in a prime spot to make moves. And yeah. are you going to make moves and climb the ladder for the Kubricks? Or is Demetra going to uh, stick it out and fight the fight with the green team? Ooh, that's a question. That's right a very there. good those are, question. Those are two battling forces of different moral hierarchies. Yep. Yeah, and I, and I think Demetra is in this position where, like, it the, it's it, the dice are going to decide <laughs> because <laughs> I think she wants the best of both worlds. Right. She has the audacity to think, well. I can hitch my my star to Alan here, and we can we can make moves, but then I can elevate the others. And once we have more of a solid footing, then we can start dismantling stuff. But I think she's going to be distracted a little bit from anything that would involve staying low. She she wants to be keeping on the move upward, right. but also trying to solve the problems. But at the end of the day, that that is going to be a very tough question that I don't think she answers right now. Sure. Whether or not, like, I think there's going to be a turning point where she's going to need to choose whether or not to piss off her parents in a big way. <laughs> um, but right now she's trying to dexterously make everyone happy. And mm, we'll see that how that, really we'll see how that <laughs> causes her, her storyline to crash and burn. Right now, she's been abducted by um, what, mind flayers. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, mind flayers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so the we see where it's getting her. corporation employees. Oh, okay. yes, of course, of course. Hell yeah! Well, I, the great questions. I'm glad we had one for everybody. Uh, let's uh, let's now do questions for me uh, to close out this minisode. Ooh. Ooh. You can ask me whatever you want. Okay, I want to know. And I'll answer it to the. Best of my ability without spoilers. I, I, and okay, first of all, what'd you get me for Christmas? <laughs> oh, okay, you I told you that. to check your. Who's PO your favorite box? of us? Four? <laughs> Mama, pick a favorite. <laughs> no, Mama. Okay, about the game. About the game. Yes. <laughs> specific. I, uh, you know, I'll, I'll shoot from the hip with a a real question here that I've been thinking about, um, which might just reveal how uh, how I'm not the smartest player. But are we? overthinking how hard it is to take down Mr. Lowe, or is it going to be a complex series of tasks that we really need to get through? You mean, like, should we um, stake him through the heart? Yeah, I mean, basically. Uh, just, like, roll up to his office. I mean, I also don't want to make it, like, cheating or metagaming, but, like, sometimes I feel like I overthink things as a player of, like, gotta do this and this, but it's like, what if we just, like, bust in the office and be like, damn, here you go, stake in the heart. <laughs> uh, I mean, that is certainly one way that one could take it. I mean, consider... For example, the classic D&D module, the Curse of Strahd. I mean, if you immediately charge Strahd's castle and try to smash into it to slay Strahd, I mean, Strahd is but a vampire from D&D, and if you're a strong enough level, you're probably, you might be able to defeat him, but that castle presents a lot of challenges. It's true. So Mm -hmm. maybe understanding them is part of beating him. Sure. It's pretty. It's a pretty good explanation, but I was hoping you're like, you could just go take him down. You should do it. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going to do it day one. I'd been like, why the fuck are they knocking this guy out? <laughs> they could have been charged by now. I was like, man, we killed the whole time. <laughs> I thought this character was going to be around for one episode. I don't know what the fucking do with him now. 
<laughs> Gotta make up old games that he plays. Yeah, I guess players. he likes games. Uh, <laughs> I guess he, uh, you're just pulling oh, marching like, band music. He likes so marching band music. Give him a first name. <laughs> Hold what's on. Going on. Speaking of games, it's all there. I have a question. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's up? Uh, which is Doctor Orwang? Mm-hmm. What role, or like, how big of a role? Let's say. Do you think Dr. Orwing could play in the, like, the end game of this? Taking down, taking um, down low versus, is this something even more beyond our comprehension? Um, hmm. Dr. Orwing. Um, well, you probably have kind of figured out Dr. Orwing's main thing, right? Yeah, he's trying to get everybody to see on his level. Yes, I think that's certainly part of his aspirations, for sure. Uh, uh, Also, that the tools he creates are the tools that the H&H uses. That he, in a way, is their sort of chief tech officer. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, I would say that um, his deal is a probably a little beyond the inner workings of NBC Incorporated. Gotcha. Uh, However, that does not mean that that all won't come in to be part of it. Yeah. Uh, But I wouldn't confuse him with an ally. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. It's more of a something in the middle. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. I guess that's similar to my question in a way of is there is there a a baddie among us that we haven't considered to be a bad like is there someone still waiting to rear their head Ooh. kind of thing Probably you you hate us and you want us to <laughs> die. Uh, we love you. Uh, ultimate goal. I actually I take my question back. I answered it. <laughs> I was gonna say it's gonna, it makes me feel like a real a real dick to say yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In fact, cool. more than you cool. think. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like think. Alan's really cool. Nothing bad could happen with him. <laughs> We've been listening for a while. They know that Alan in the future is in a basically. He and Demetra get married and they have three kids and everyone's really normal. He's in a nonprofit that helps uh, house the houseless and feed them. Uh, Money's not an object to him. You know, uh, man of the year in Chicago every year. How this action affects future Alan. And I am taking that into consideration. Ooh. That's so cool. For for reasons I won't get into here. Mm-hmm. I mean, no matter what happens, he will always be incredibly handsome, and I think that's that's the most, the most important thing. Yes. thing. He's a very <laughs> handsome man. That <laughs> yeah. he's yeah well, yeah he's always he's always got his fucking vibe at his back. I mean, he's always gonna be a cool ass dude, whether or not he's evil or not. Yeah, but yeah, very important. I yeah. just wanted to tell the story of how he got there. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> We've now had three generations of this family on the podcast, by the way. Yeah. Ooh. Because his dad was in the 70s mm-hmm. one. Oh, and then yeah. uh, his son, Jackson, is uh, the villain in the previous season. Yeah. Fucking Jackson. 
Jackson mm. Blood Skull Williams. Jackson yeah. Blood Skull. <laughs> Who now I might have to go back in and dub over with Jackson Blood Skull Kubrick. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Tina Tondren is still out there. <laughs> Who bears this child? Yeah. <laughs> Anyone else who do everybody? I didn't have a good question. Oh, you got this. I know you got you one. You got it. Okay. Um, oh, God. Ask him if you can have I, three wishes. What? Ask him if you can have three wishes. Oh, that's a really it's good question. No, cool. ask him if you can have infinite wishes. Oh, yeah. that's, that's better. Yeah. Do a minute. I don't want to give Hobart infinite wishes. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, okay. I have a really stupid question. Okay. I love that. That'll be going to end. All right. In this <laughs> mundane realm, we know that uh, combat is verbal. Yeah. Verbal. So, (laughs) sorry, this is them going somewhere with this. Improvised weapons, right? Ooh. Is that just like if you're if you do the thing where you point at someone's shirt and then you go pop the about? (laughs) (laughs) Really good. Or like, is there a way for there to be like? Because I know Quinn has the the magic sword, Mm -hmm. so I guess that. That does make sense in terms of. Uh, I stalled out. I started no, no, thinking no, no, no. about. I, I know what you mean. How to like, stake what, how someone different... through the heart verbally. Yeah. Well. No. Yeah. Uh... You're right. Like, crafting. Crafting weapons and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, in in terms of that, in terms of staking someone through the heart, I think you would just need to craft an argument. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. A specific thing. Not just the kind of stuff that would come up in a conversation or in, you know, the, our conversational combat thing really just kind of is like what the tone of how you say something rather than what you say. Yes. So if one were going to craft something that was specifically for a purpose to harm a specific creature, it would need to have a specificity about it. And it would then become something almost metaphys- like physical in the metaphysical realm of like, uh, you know, you could say even toss this argument to someone else to you so yeah, whatever. Yeah. but mm-hmm. it's the particulars of what is being said that would cause the disruption in the uh willpower of uh the 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 target which yeah. is kind of the way that i envision hit points working it's not that you die when you are defeated in a, a conversation it's just kind of the same way that if you were at work and someone just absolutely told your ass off you'd just be like I have nothing more to say, and I'm going to walk away. Yeah. <laughs> I am yeah. been. Uh, I am taking the L. I am leaving <laughs> the situation. I am no longer going to continue. I have been bested this time. Gotcha. I'm opening my browser, looking at Indeed.com right now. I will be leaving the company within a week or two. <laughs> they yeah. didn't have it back then. They had to use Indeed in the newspaper. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> Indeed, the back pages. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, it probably works better than Indeed does these days. Oh, by yeah, the way, no, if you're hearing no, this now, I'm probably still unemployed by the time this is reaching your ears. <laughs> no, Please hire me. Oh, you don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe. No, nope, I'm doing pretty year. bad with, the, with that. Well, you need a handsome jobs, cat hey, butler. The ultimate, the ultimate fucking... <laughs> that's one of your D&D characters. A, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> the, uh, you know, the basic uh, tenet of this show is that work sucks. And that we find friendship and fantasy is a way to cope with it. So yeah. uh, if I can always impart that, that 
you know, your characters are always welcome, and it's not even a shameful thing if one day you say, you know what? Fuck this. <laughs> walk away. That won't even be considered character death. That'll just sort of be the exiting of a character from a story. Which yeah. is always an option. They're always remember, you can always just say, fuck this shit and walk away. That's that's true for life. That's true for everything, Damn. people. Yeah. Um, uh, but uh, uh, escaping from the trap of uh, capitalism, let's end this little mini-sode because we, you uh, people listening, are getting this a little early, but we are about to record our first episode back from hiatus. <gasps> so we're very excited. We're about to decide the fate of Demetra Kubrick. Oh, fuck. But we thought you might want to join in uh, for us to uh, as we sort of get back into the swing of things so we hope this has been instructive or elucidating we hope you all have your own theories if you do and you ever want to go on fucking social media and share them with you that would make my life please, yeah. please. <laughs> i would love to know what people think about this show <laughs> i want to talk about this show with people <laughs> is yeah. such a like isolating medium i never have any idea i'm so bad at social media i never will be able to have like discord discussions with people as much as i want to it's just not in my spirit so please just start calling me i'm simply posting my phone numbers you can just call me and chat about these things i've been writing your phone care. number on bathroom walls saying for Thank a good you. time talking about a podcast yeah. <laughs> that part always gets scratched out yeah. that's why mark Marin keeps calling me and saying who's your guys <laughs> mark <laughs> Can't stop him. Uh, he loves it. He loves it. Well, folks, thanks so much for tuning in to this almost f- full episode length minisode. Uh, but we were having a lot of fun talking. It's really great to have you all back around the table. Yes. And now, yeah. let's roll some fucking dice. Huh? <gasps> Absolutely. All right. Talk to you all soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.